when is the last time you've defrosted shrimp? Not that long ago, actually. You Didn't haven't... I make you shrimp? When's the last time I made you shrimp? You ain't make me no daggone shrimp. Oh my gosh. I have video evidence. You talking about the frozen shrimp you got that was already cooked? Let no, it was. Let me finish, please. Because you get on my nerves. So, all right. So, anyway. My name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 204 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are you? you? Okay, my name really, this is Yvette. We married 13 years. Living in California, we got four kids. Relationship scary, it's very necessary. Share our love our struggles. <laughs> we ask how married are, are you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. If you're listening, you're in a wedding party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. You got the questions, we got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... What you got? Um. <laughs> I guess this is not a refle- a good reflection of myself, but I am noticing that my daughter is starting to make commentary about her body image, and it's like listening to myself. And I don't know what to do with it except try to change my conversation of self. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very disheartening. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Yeah, man. Um, she was talking about her stomach being pudgy. She called herself fat. These are on two different occasions. And I was just like, yikes. So, um, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. That's an emergency. Yeah, I, 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 I acknowledge that. And I think for me, one of the things that I want to kind of shift a focus on is um, just being healthy. I kind of want to start that kind of conversation with her because she doesn't eat. She also doesn't eat. She's refusing to yeah, eat. But she's not refusing to eat because she's feeling like she's kind yes, of, yes, yes. she just doesn't like the food she's eating. She doesn't like the food she's eating. But I think that for me, like, it's a conversation of, hey, like, our food fuels our body. And all of us are going to be different shapes, sizes, whatever. But as long as we are fueling our body with things that are good, I think we're, you know, we're better off. I don't know. Something of the sort. But (laughs) yeah, but it's like for me, like, I don't even mind doing something where her and I eat the same thing every meal for like however many days and it's kind of like a whole 30 type vibes because she can eat she Mm. can eat there's food she can eat she just doesn't enjoy her options Mm -hmm. so that's the problem but um yeah and I haven't necessarily been feeling great in my skin um and so it's one thing to like work out but it's a whole other thing to eat (laughs) what you're supposed to eat you know Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, because I'm not seeing like, yes, there's wins and gains that we have that are not that are non-scale related. However, I need to start seeing some things happen on the scale. 
So yeah, but I'm gonna just try to be more positive when I talk about myself. Yeah, that's good. I, I think um, kids. you know, yeah, I'm glad. Um, I don't know what. I don't know when kids stop like walking around the house naked. <laughs> but I can't wait for them to stop because I just been seeing too many bodies. <laughs> Like yesterday, we were sitting there talking. Were we talking? Uh, no, I don't think we were talking. We were eating. We were eating dinner. No, we weren't eating. Ugh, were I we just, eating yet? Maybe we were. I was. No, no, we weren't because you had just started yeah. talking about. And like, I just was whack, man. I'm just like tired of like, be like, hey, we call somebody in the room and they're like, <laughs> I'm naked. I'm like, well, go put something on. And yeah, they walk in naked, just naked, naked and wet from the shower. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Get out of here. No, but babe, they have full-on lotioning parties. Like, where everyone will have just finished taking a shower or whatever. Because we have three bath, three showers. And then sometimes with a night and Uzi. So we have a tub and a shower. So a night will take a shower in our bathroom. And then I will wash Uzi up in our tub. And then Theo will use the upstairs oh. bathroom. And then Raya will use the downstairs bathroom. This is when I'm like, everybody get in a shower. I don't care. Everybody in. Mm-hmm. And so then Anaya and Uzi are responsible for wash or for lotioning themselves. And I'm not going to say which brother, but there is a particular brother <laughs> that always ends up in the room with the other two. And lotioning. they are just sitting on the floor lotioning. And I'm like, y'all. And so I actually would love to hear, like, because I don't know what's appropriate and what's not. Because I feel like at this point they should be covering up. Well, if they're comfortable in it, they're fine. But the whole problem with me is how you lotion and having a lotion party, you still ashy. <laughs> Ain't no Honestly, lotion to be done. I don't think the lotion's working. Yeah. I think we need to try, like, they just need straight up Vaseline. Uh, I don't know. We, got, we can't do that. We just got to start using shea butter. It's shea butter. Raw shea butter. Okay. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, I do want for the internets. <laughs> our children do still have a sense of like who they're naked around. Yeah. Because like if, if, uh, if there's people, if they know there's someone like at the house or downstairs or someone's coming in there while, and they're like, is someone still here? And then they'll run out if they're not here. Yeah. They're very um, free. And that within us, our family. Yes. But it's still, I'm still kind of like, man, go put a robe on. We got you a robe. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. That's how God meant it to be in the garden. <laughs> Yikes. All right. We are their safe space. Yo, welcome black. Sorry. That's not this channel. But we're here, man. Make sure you guys like this video already. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not. Make sure that you guys uh, are listening on Spotify, we we have been seeing like the Spotify wrapped and seeing that we're some of you guys' top podcasts, which mm-hmm. is super dope. Um, we would love to uh, get a nice review on uh, Apple Podcasts um, and share this with someone you love, man. Like this content, I realize how different it is. You know, it's gonna be it's it's a slow growth, right? We're 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 going, we're going the slow route. A lot of the stuff we're saying um, and talking about, you know, it's not always salacious or like. Um, it doesn't grab your attention. Um, and we know that. So, you know, the growth, you know, happens over time. Not to say we're not grateful for what we do have because you guys are, you know, you guys treat us very well. But, um, you know, I just appreciate, you know, you guys sharing, you know, for the people that mm-hmm. do benefit from the content. So, um, yeah, let's get it. 
Speaking of um, Spotify's wrapped years, one of the interesting things that I found, because um, I looked at our How Married Are You year wrap, wrap year, how do you say it? And the top episode of the year, Well, did you look? Did you see it? Mm-mm. What do you think the top episode of 2022 is this 2023, 2023 is? Um, the one about sex? No. So on, I'm curious how it'll play out on YouTube versus mm. Spotify, but no. The what? The one when we came back? What was the one when we came back? Episode like 198, 189, something like that. I actually don't know what episode number. Okay, what is it? <laughs> the Quiet Years of Marriage. Oh. That was like the top episode on Spotify. Yeah, The Quiet Years. Mm-hmm. Which should, I thought was interesting. We should have Jamal call in and ask him about that. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Um, okay, so we have an email. All right. Let's get into it. The subject of the email is, this is a diary of a mad black woman situation minus the starving and hot tub situation. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the movie. Oh. That's Tyler Perry movie, right? Yes. Okay, let me tell you something. Okay. We watched Tyler Perry's documentary on mm-hmm. Prime, Maxine's Baby. Mm-hmm. I have, it's so good. Yeah. It is such a good documentary, such good storytelling, such, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me want to go back and watch everything he's done. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like really, like it's so dope, such a great story. So yeah. if you have not watched that, if you're even if you're not a Tyler Perry fan, yeah, or if, but if you just like you like people who work hard, mm-hmm. like this guy is incredible. And some some of y'all like you preaching to the choir, right? We already know this. I didn't, so <laughs> we watched it and it was incredible. Yeah, I think we knew he was incredible, but like I think because I too am someone who. You know, I grew up on Tyler Perry. We mm. used to, like, family functions. We used to watch the little plays. I think we had some bootleg things, too. Yeah. But um, as I got older, I didn't enjoy his content as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like some things are better than others. But watching that documentary just helped me develop a greater appreciation for him and his art and just the way he was pushing stuff out. Um I also feel like I've been so fascinated with people's stories lately. Mm. And I think that it's it's just another reminder that everyone has a story. So we can't often judge the book by its cover or even like people's success. We can't even judge it by what we're seeing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I would just encourage us all to dig more into people's stories. All right. Hello, Yvette and Glenn. My name, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying where you're from either. Um, in 2010, 2010, I was 20. Me too. Wasn't I 23 in, 20, in 2010? Mm-hmm. When I married my husband, who is from Nairobi, Kenya. During our marriage, I've endured the most emotional abuse and rejection I've ever experienced in my entire life. He was a selfish man who never showed affection towards me. During this marriage, I have been blessed with two beautiful chocolate babies E, who is nine, and E, who is three. You just said the I'm, letter. They're not saying their name. I'm right? not saying their names. Okay. In September of 2020, so-and-so, I'm assuming this is your husband, contracted COVID and was in the hospital for three months. 
He was in a coma and on a ventilator. Oh, my gosh. He eventually came around but was left paralyzed from the waist down with limited mobility in his upper extremities. Oh, my gosh. My daughter was eight months old at the time, and my son was five. He just turned nine this month. I've told I've been taking care of my husband alone for nearly three years with little to no support from his relatives. He is from Kenya and his immediate family, with the exception of one sister who's local, are all in Kenya. He has one brother in Pennsylvania. My husband admitted to me in March of 2021 that he had been unfaithful in our marriage. Oh. We both worked as nurses in a nursing home together. And he admitted to sleeping with coworkers and being addicted to por- pornography. I was out of work for three years taking care of him. And in April of this year, I finally got a divorce. I'm stuck with taking care of him because I can't afford childcare. And I just recently went back to work. I have no support and I am overwhelmed with doing everything. I'm considering putting him in a nursing home. But I am relying on his social security disability to pay the mortgage while I work and try to save after being out of work for three years and to also keep an eye on the kids while I work at night. I am tired and overwhelmed. I feel like giving up. I am in therapy, but this situation is too heavy for going to therapy once a month. I need advice, please. Maybe this can be a topic in your podcast. A topic for who? <laughs> I don't. That's that is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's not fair. It's not fair. You know. Um. It's one of those situations. I'm like, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm proud of her for getting a divorce. Yeah. Because I, I think. Some people would have just stayed. Yeah, I mean, they're divorced, but they're still mm-hmm. together. They're, they're still cohabitating, I yeah. guess, in the same space. Um, and you, I don't even know what to say. I wonder if it's possible that her servicing care, despite his terrible behavior, convicted him to confess? Probably. Because he's probably not sexually active at this point. Her last one. I assume. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm sorry. You were going to say something. I was. I don't remember. You're saying it's one of those things. Yeah. I I just, I'm like overwhelmed with how um, unfair, you know, life has been for you. Right. So, um but I'm trying to feel like, I'm trying to think about like, okay, you know, I think sometimes when things are dark, right? Mm. Like we really need a plan to help us focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so the goal is for you to be away and not in the same home as him and not relying on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe um, I believe that there's power in your story. And I think that people can really benefit from hearing your story. 
Now, I'm not trying to put any more things on your list of whatever's to do. But I believe if we could find the right outlet, right, then I think there could be a monetary benefit from her story, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, book-wise or content-wise, like, there is so much power in what she's experiencing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm a person that's like, yo, mm -hmm. I'm big on, like, yo, turn your pain into passion. Like, turn it into profit. Like, turn your pain into profit, you know? So... I think we should brainstorm and just kind of think about ways that we could tell this woman's story, you know? That we could tell it or she could tell Somebody can. Like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like the amount of, like, care and service that she was dedicated to with her husband and, you know, as foul as he was, like, there's so much power in, like, their lessons in what she experienced. Mm -hmm. And I just think that people could benefit from that, you know? And so if there's a monetary benefit from her that can release her from the need for her, his social security, like I think, you know, that could be an option. But that's just me thinking business. Mm-hmm. Think I'm off? Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know if you're off, um, but that's not my first <laughs> inclination. Yeah at all what's your first inclination um she said i'm tired and i'm overwhelmed yes and i just told her hey i got an idea yeah, yeah that was dumb um it was dumb but yeah mm -hmm. she's like i feel like giving up i am in therapy but this situation is too heavy for just once a month so if anything we need to get her in therapy weekly you know what i'm saying um, like, how can we afford that, or what? In what ways can we, you know, help? Yeah, help. But for me, it's like I think maybe she just needs more community in yeah. this season. Isolated. Like I feel like sometimes, and I understand that you said you're tired and you're overwhelmed, and I imagine that. If you're not taking care of him, you're taking care of your kids and then you're working. And so you probably feel like you have no time. But I, <laughs> we have more time than we think we have sometimes. So just think of something. And even if it's a matter of- What you mean, to find people? Just because she's probably like, I don't have any time for friends. Like I don't have any time to well, hang she out needs community. with anybody. I mean, could we tell her, tell people where she lives just in case there's anybody who's like, man, I would love to be a support for this person. Yeah, she's in St. Louis, Missouri. Is Emma Missouri? Uh-huh. Missouri, yeah. Yeah. She's in St. Louis, Missouri. Or she's from St. Louis, Missouri. That's what it says. I don't know if she's still there. Yeah, we're going to have to follow up with her. Yeah. It's not fair, man. I, I like, I'm, like, heartbroken for her because... I can't imagine 13 years. She's been married as long as we have. Or she's been with Same this man as long as we have together <laughs> i know you wouldn't girl man yeah i know you wouldn't i'd be so far gone and the thing about it though is the emotional abuse um i know that that's a whole different beat like 
uh, beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard so many stories about it that, and it's not something I've experienced firsthand, so I don't really know. But it seems like that type of abuse is probably worse than physical abuse. I I, I agree. Yeah. And so, um, because my thing is, like, I could sit here and be like, I wouldn't even let him get that far. But who knows? Yeah, you don't know yourself there. You, I don't know myself there. And I know how my thoughts are about myself. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine somebody telling me, you know what I mean? Like just saying all these different things about me and then me having to overcome not only my own negative beliefs, but their negative beliefs about me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know if you are a believer, but I will say that God is... Jesus and therapy, (laughs) Mm. honestly, like, um, I know for me when I am tired and overwhelmed and I'm spending time in prayer and I know that may sound like something else to do, but it doesn't have to be, it could be like, you're just talking to, like, I'm talking to Glenn. You could Mm. be talking to God. Um, and (laughs) you can even just cry in his presence, but I feel like sometimes just ushering the presence of the Lord or finding a quiet place to be quiet with him. Where's she going to find quiet? I go in my closet. Yeah. (laughs) I literally go in the closet. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think that, you know, this is obviously something that we're unqualified for, right? But I would just say that you, you like, you're right, right? So you were right to be upset, you're right to leave him, get the divorce. Mm-hmm. You're right to not want to serve him anymore. You're mm-hmm. right to want to move away um, and be from under whatever security that he provides or his uh, benefits provide. Like you are spot on for that. Um, you're right for even some of those thoughts that you might be having. You know what I'm saying? Like we like justify, right? But in all that you know, they're still like, you deserve better, Mm -hmm. right? And so um, I would love to see, I know one thing is like we can hop on the phone and I can help you kind of figure out a plan, you know, for the next year, you know what I mean? Just kind of like mapping out, okay, what's the goal and how are we going to get there, you know? I would would really want to do that because that's something I know I can do, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, let's reach back out or we'll email you and... Mm -hmm. Hop on the phone if we can um, and cry with you. Mm-hmm. That's tough. She sent this last night. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, I will reply back. My husband and I met online. We instantly connected and got deep quick. Both of us were different from what we've had in the past, but our goals, morals, beliefs aligned immediately. I knew he would be my husband, but not as fast as he did. We basically spent all day, every day, talking for about two months. All day, every day? They don't work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teasing. Okay. We did become intimate in the first month, but it wasn't the the base of why we got married so fast. Actually still learning, growing our intimacy in the bedroom. He basically was struggling with a health issue, but had no insurance. He tried the government insurance. I'm sorry. He tried the government 
insurance before, but it was too expensive based off his income and did not provide enough coverage for his needs. Me, on the other hand, I am a federal employee with amazing coverage and expensive insurance. His health issue was a major concern for both of us. So I suggested marriage so that he could be added to my health insurance plan to get him the help he needed. Therapy was another resource he needed badly, as well as myself. We both agreed. This is now in all caps. So we went from all lowercase <laughs> to now all caps. There was another resource. Therapy was another resource he needed badly, as well as myself. We both agreed to marriage to the marriage idea and got married. After two months of knowing each other, here we are seven months into marriage with struggles of getting to know each other, but at the same time getting help through therapy. I would really love your thoughts on arranged marriages or marriages like mine, where you know this is your partner for life, but the timing is insanely fast. I'd love for my story to be shared and to hear your perspective. I'm such a huge fan of you both. Aspire to be as real as y'all and love as hard as y'all do with each other. Thank you. I prefer to rename, remain nameless. We don't ever name nobody. Yeah. Ever. But, um, Wow. Our thoughts on arranged marriages? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about it is they arranged it. It wasn't like parents arranging the marriage. They arranged the marriage. Yeah. That's just called getting married. <laughs> it's not arranged marriage. It's just y'all got married. Yes. And the, I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know if it was necessarily a marriage that was arranged because they both had knowledge that this other. was the yeah. person they were going to end up with. They just ended up together sooner rather than later. Seemed like she kind of rushed it, though, to me. She brought it up. Yeah, she was like, I knew he was my husband way before he did. No, 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 no. She said he did. Not as fast as he did. I knew he would be my husband, but not as fast as he did. Oh, okay. So it was his idea. No. He was, he was, he was, he knew more than she did. So he was rushing it. No. Who who's rushing it? <laughs> <laughs> so you know how we dated, right? And mm -hmm. you put a ring on layaway in August, which was what five months after we dated. We started. We officially became mm -hmm. boyfriend and girlfriend, right? So like four four months, three three months. So I knew I was probably going. Like I don't even know if I really knew that I was going to marry you, honestly. But I knew you were someone that I could marry, right? But you, in August, knew you were going to marry me. I was going to propose. <laughs> There's so many different steps before getting married. Okay, 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 listen. You, you took it seriously enough to put a ring on layaway and plan a proposal. I'm serious about everything. Okay. I bought a puppy. So basically, that's what she's saying. Okay. You know, she was like, I had an idea that, like, this guy could marry, da, 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 da. But he knew before I did. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I'm, like, having a hard time. I woke up too early. This time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, so let me just clear up some things for you. So that part is clear to you, right? Yeah. And then, so then she was like, you know. Um, he has health issues. He has some health issues. And I, I, she goes, he, he tried government insurance. But it was too expensive based on his income and did not provide enough coverage for his needs. We know the struggle, right? Her, on the other hand, she's a federal employee with amazing coverage and inexpensive insurance. 
his health issue was a major concern for the both of them. So she suggested marriage so that he could be added to her health insurance plan to get him help, the help he needed. I've never heard of anything like that. I mean, I guess I've seen it in movies. In military, it happens all the time. Hey, yeah. let's get you this visa. Let's get you a citizenship. If we get married, you'll be uh, a citizen. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I would say that... This is what happens when you kind of rush into things. Like, for instance, if I would have gotten a college degree, I wouldn't be so confused now, right, about business. Like, if I got a business degree, mm. I, so I had to learn more about business than actual doing business, actually doing business. I had to learn about business while I was owning a business instead of actually doing business, right? So now you guys can't, like, be enjoying marriage because you have to get to know each other, right? You skipped a step, and now you, you can't skip a step. You got to keep. Well, she said they spent all day, every day talking for two months. Well, what did they talk about? Mm. Because obviously they didn't talk about the right stuff. Now they're trying to figure out other conversations, right? Mm. And they both needed therapy. They should have been talking to therapists. Mm. All day, every day. <laughs> For them first two months. She ain't said be blunt. Because <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she finna get. But I think when you skip a step, you often got to learn through the way. So this is what happens when you see, like, young, talented people, like, uh, get record deals really easy, really mm. young. And then their talent and their character are not aligned. Mm. So their character has to catch up with their with their talent, good, yeah. right? So you 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 like look down on these people for being immature or you watch these like people who are like grew up in the hood get out of the hood playing a sport, get money and then blow it. Mm-hmm. Because they never had to manage anything. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to steward money. Right. You got to learn how to do all this stuff. So whenever you whenever you skip a step or whenever you're, you're excelled or pushed into something fast, there's going to be a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And what you guys are having is a learning curve in your relationship because now you got to learn each other. And it's very basic. Right. Now, some people may have had good models or they just know they're com- completely committed. But I feel like this is a marriage of somewhat convenience. Mm. Because of insurance, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. But, yeah, you rushed it a little bit. What you think? I would never find myself in this situation. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, um, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't have done that. That, But now that you're here. Um, you wouldn't have? Married you so I could have health insurance? No. Would you see? That's the thing. It's not. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking. Would you say yes to me if I needed the insurance because I was having a health issue, Mm-mm. and you had good insurance? You wouldn't marry me. Mm-mm. I believe she would because I believe you would. I believe you would. <laughs> because at, like I feel like the people pleaser in you nope. has put 
Absolutely Yourself. Not. After two months of dating you? No. I believe you've put yourself in rough situations for people. After two months of dating you, I would not marry you for health insurance reasons. Okay. You don't believe me. I mean, I guess you're saying you would. I'm just saying it's hard to believe. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I wish we could go back in time. You gave me your car. That's different. Like I didn't sign a legal in. document to marry you. I'm curious if they're living together. I'm curious so many things. Yeah, this situation is a little, little weird. I feel like, not to say other situations aren't weird, but I, I don't feel like it's hard to get to know someone. And I kind of want to know, like, what issues are you having? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the like, what is what is the rub? Like, she said, seven months into marriage, with struggles of getting to know each other, but at the same time getting help through therapy. Well, I would say that you're always going to be getting to know each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's true. I think if you've never been in a relationship before, and this is your first time getting to know anybody, that would be difficult. Right, mm -hmm. but getting you're always going to be getting to know that your person you're with because they're always going to change. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm done with this conversation. I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I think we should delete this episode. No, no, girl, we did a whole hour. What you think? You think I got time like that? How many? Uh... What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, hold on. Give me a second. Come on, girl. I got stuff to do. I have to stretch. How married are you? <laughs> um I was watching my wife eat Hawaiian bread <laughs> while she was watching TV. I had she was two chewing rolls. And she was like, What are we gonna eat for dinner? I was like, I don't know. You figure it out. And she was like, I want shrimp and grits. Where can we order shrimp and grits from? Now, I already know that anytime we eat out, 90% 90, 90 of the time, it's going not to be good to me. Like, it's going to be something wrong with it. It's going to be something off. And I'm not going to have a good experience most of the time. Except if we get sushi. Because sushi is pretty much the same thing. My stomach might hurt afterwards or whatever. So she started to uh, give Uzi a bath. And I was like, all right. And I just left. Did not say bye to anybody. I got done bathing the child. And I was like, where is your father? I looked everywhere. <laughs> I looked, <laughs> I what looked did you outside. want me to do? I was like, where is your father? And the kids were like, I don't know. He's in the other room. And I looked in the other room. You're not in the other room. <laughs> and I looked outside. I looked in the garage. I was like, I looked in the bathroom. I looked everywhere. You never looked for me like that. I know. And that's why when you came through the door, I was like, where the I'm heck all... have you been? And if I would have left the house without saying anything, you would have called me, FaceTimed me, and told me my children were sitting here all sad and pouty. Because they were sitting there all sad and pouty. <laughs> my kids didn't even care I was gone. Because <laughs> they were first watching of all, TV. First of all, you Ugh. never had to look for me that long because you know I'm usually on a toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know exactly where I am. You're usually on the toilet or you're like on the couch in the other room and I'm like, where the heck And is I he? don't I only get to sit there for like five minutes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, what? last night I was on the toilet and Uzi, <laughs> you made Uzi call me off the toilet. I didn't. I just. And you asked me on the toilet. That's not true. What's not true? <laughs> I don't know. That some part of that. <laughs> Look, you wait, asked wait. me while I was on the toilet. No, I had him knock, and I said, "I did." He ask you like, "How long are you gonna be?" Or something. No, he said, "Are you peeing or pooping?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's and I said, I "Mind your business." <laughs> and he said, "Well, I want to use the shower." <laughs> and I'm like, "Get out of here!" So then Yvette goes, "Babe, seriously, when's the last time you pushed?" <laughs> I did say that. Crazy behind. <laughs> so I, after I got off the toilet, I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> the least I could do is just take a little drive. And I went to the store to get. Did you know you were going to the store or were you just taking a drive? No. I, if I was going to get a, go to a drive, I'd have been gone for like an hour. Yeah, that's what I was confused. So I went to the store and I got the the jumbo shrimp and I got a. Was it wildcat? No, it wasn't <gasps> farmed. You ate farmed. You served me farmed. It was good though, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, let me finish my story. <laughs> they have wildcat. Hush now. Let me finish. The wild the wild cart is frozen. Hush. Let me finish, please. Shrimp doesn't take that long to defrost. Let me finish. Thank you. When's Thank the last time you defrosted shrimp? When when is the last time you've defrosted shrimp? Not that long ago, actually. You Didn't haven't... I make you shrimp? When's the last time I made you shrimp? You ain't make me no dang on shrimp. Oh my gosh, I have video evidence. You talking about the frozen shrimp you got that was already cooked? Let no, it was. Let me finish, please, because you get on my nerves. So, all right. So anyway, so I went to go get this woman some shrimp and grits, and she came. I, when I walked through the door, she looked like the mom from Berenstein Bears, just my arms off crossed she looked she looked so comfortable where have you been you know chewing eating the hershey's <laughs> she i went from hawaiian bread <laughs> to hershey's i'm like this woman is hungry and she oh was like did gosh. you get shrimp she saw the bag and she's like did you get shrimp i was like yeah she's like oh well i'm gonna get out your way <laughs> I didn't and then she went up in her room it was quiet <laughs> now what were you looking for me for first of all Babe, I just always want to be your person. <laughs> yeah, I had to get up out of there. See? <laughs> so then I started making the shrimp and grits. And so I, I found a little hack. So I'm not like a recipe follower. So I'm kind of like a... He's uh, not. I just kind of go with the flow. So I just started to like watch a bunch of content that was already people just making a bunch of shrimp and grits. And I just followed the rules that they were following. You know, they use heavy cream. They use garlic. They use this. And I was like, okay, cool. So... I pretty much got the gist of it, and I made the most fire shrimp and grits I've ever tasted. It was so good. And then, well, at first, I, I didn't even know it was good until I gave it to her. It was really good. Yeah. It was, I think it was, I don't know if I've even had restaurant quality shrimp and grits like I had last night. Yeah. It was really good, and I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel more confident in the kitchen. Not like... I don't know if I should start to do like any cooking shows or anything like that. Like, I do any of that because I don't have a recipe. It's really frustrating. You know what I'm saying? When someone asks me, How did you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Ugh. She's still burping up the crimson grits. Anyway, <laughs> homegirl finished the food and was licking the bowl. 
because it was so good. That's how married I am. I think you should. Um, I think you should. If you are an old school belief in fatherhood um, viewer, I think we all should put in the comment sections below. Glenn Henry, we miss food for thought. Bring back food for thought. Really? Because I think that that would be a really cool series on TikTok. Look at you. You know, you're trying to create content all the time. TikTok. Shoot. As a matter of fact, this week have, I think, weekly. What's his face should film you cooking something? Well, check this out. What? You know what's crazy? What? Is that it, this is like the one thing that I don't want to feel like work. Mm. Like, it is really therapeutic for me to mm. like do something and like make a duck all right and you know it comes out good and i get to like okay. i'm still gonna film it like here on my phone but it doesn't have to feel like work because if i feel like work i feel like i can't make a mistake mm. you know um well that's sad yeah we'll, we'll see jordan might you know we'll see anyway jordan does a really good job being a fly on the wall oh yeah absolutely he's incredible so. all right how married are you I'm so married that I ate your shrimp and grits. That was a long sh marriage you are. Well, you kept interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I went to the store. Didn't tell nobody he left. I was looking for you. I went here. I went there. You had a whole rant. All right. I'm so married. I be married. I'm married. Shoot. No, you are married. Gosh. You have done something recently, though. Oh, I got another one. <laughs> for me or for you, for fool? For me. Um, uh, oh, I don't know if I've ever said this, but I'm so married that sometimes, oh, I'm married a lot of ways. I'll do this one. I'm so married that sometimes Glenn just be going to sleep. You know, you just go to sleep and he'll like take off his Apple watch and just leave it in the middle of the bed. And I'm so married that I will take your watch and put it on the charger on the other side of the bed, on the other side of the bed, because I know how frustrating it is wow. when you wake up and your watch is not. That charged. is a good one, because I did not know you did that. Yes. Often. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Well, That's and. That's, That's just how married, married we are. are.